You're listening to the Conversations Podcast, brought to you by Cypress Creek Church. It's holding on to who Jesus really is and how he really is an all-knowing, all-loving God who transforms our lives. We can't be the same once we've really surrendered our, our life to him. That's the power of the gospel. Welcome to the Conversations Podcast. I am Taylor, and we are wrapping up a series. Jose, we've been going since February, right? Yeah. On this series. Yeah. We had the build series in January, and then we started Romans in February. And it was, yeah, there's so much to unpack here. And who better to unpack it with than the one and only doctor himself, Dr. Carl Folingstad. Carl, thanks for being on the podcast. Always a pleasure yeah. and a privilege. And thanks for helping this series come along. So like I've said before, Carl and I met uh, weekly to talk about the um, text, the scriptures for that week. And uh, you were just an incredible resource. I mean, I'm, I know I'm not, um, I, I'm, I'm one of the few that has a, a linguist of the original text <laughs> where, where I, can, I can bounce these things off of you. So mm. tremendously grateful for, for that. Likewise, it was a blessing all through we jumped right into the sappy reflection. I realized we didn't mention the series itself was Unashamed. called Unashamed, <laughs> looking through the book of Romans. And so uh, this week, we are going to cap it off by looking at the final two chapters. Jose, we'd love to give you the first word as we normally do. Yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts as not only wrapping up, uh, well, yeah, preparing for this message, and there's so much just within this final two ver- or chapters, and then what was like wrapping up the whole series? Well, I knew that I could bind these two chapters into one message, or really it's chapter and a half because we dealt with uh, earlier chapters in chapter 15, earlier verses in chapter 15 last week. And so when I started thinking about Paul spending a chapter and a half on on his farewell, then I realized it really came together. We're saying goodbye to this series. Paul is saying goodbye uh, to the church in Rome with these greetings and, and this word of warning. And, and so then it got me thinking about a, a goodbye. And it was actually after our conversation, Carl, that then I, I looked up goodbye mm-hmm. and saw that it norm, it originally meant God be with ye. Mm-hmm. And so we've transitioned from God to good. And uh, this idea of putting God back in our goodbyes as Paul teaches us mm-hmm. how to do that through these six elements. And uh, each one individually c- can be a message in and of itself, but yeah. just together, I think it it uh, does a good job teaching us and, and exhorting us to continue to um, follow what Romans is teaching us. I, I normally don't try to put both of y'all on the spot like this, but just thinking of other letters from Paul, how did this kind of goodbye, because I know Jose, one of the things you, you mentioned was yeah. funny, is like just how long it was. It's, <laughs> as it's far the as, most extensive one, right, Carl? Definitely, definitely, yeah. Yeah, what do y'all think, how, what's the significance there as far as just the book itself and the significance of the goodbye compared to other goodbyes that Paul gave? I want to say something so that then I can allow Carl, who knows more, to say, uh, add on top of that. Nothing specifically was addressed in Rome as a problem in the church. So there wasn't uh, a false teacher. There, there wasn't a big issue, sexual immorality in the church that he was specifically calling out like he did in Ephesians. And so I think that that's what makes Romans such a pure uh, uh, gospel uh, uh, book of what the gospel is uh, as we've been looking at it. And also... Yeah, this this farewell is is really rich, and it does have some of those tones again, more proactive than 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 responsive. 
Right. And he'd never been there before, but he'd always wanted to. And so he knew it was a very, you know, it was the capital of the empire. So, hey, you want that church to be well established. And uh, and then also, I think, uh, along with what Jose is saying, is that he he was thinking, hey, maybe you can help me on to Spain, right? It, right. it was like, yeah. a, I'm a missionary, right? So I got it. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he's actually, you know, wanting to establish connection and rapport and engagement so that they can maybe take part in sending him further on to Spain and the West. So uh, there's a lot of, you know, good reasons for him to greet everybody. And so, uh, right. That's a great point. We, we don't always go through a book whenever we have kind of a message series. And so I think one of the personal takeaways I enjoyed about this whole long series was just how each of the individual messages are all tied together in one book. And normally, you know, you hit either a, a topic or maybe just a passage, but not really getting a chance to fully appreciate the greater context for the particular message. I'd love to hear both of y'all's thoughts on as we closed with these two chapters and goodbye, how it relates to being unashamed, how it relates to being kind of the central theme, the, the lens, if you will, that we've been looking at for this whole series. Yeah, unashamed of, of the gospel, right? So as we learn more about the gospel, as the gospel is revealed more in my life, personally, as I walk more with Jesus, the more I am unashamed in my faith. Um, I, I understand the reasons why God says what he says in his word. And so it really is the source, the the, the power, right? In, in Romans 1.16, the gospel is the power of God that, that can save and, you know, um, anyone who believes. And so for me, the more I've delved into what Paul is saying in Romans, the more I have grown in faith in, in this amazing message that we get to receive and then share as we live our lives. Yeah, I mean, uh, through through the Gospel of Romans, uh, Paul is gospelizing the Romans so that they will go out and, and proclaim as he is. So he's giving them all the best stuff he can, uh, um, pure, you know, just a pure worldview establishment of the Christian faith with respect to Greeks and Jews, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the big two divisions at that mm -hmm. time. And uh, just bringing to bear all the big concepts, the darkened mind and heart, the solution, grace through faith and the Holy Spirit indwelling, justifying, sanctifying, glorifying, yeah. you know, the whole process. And he's, so he's trying to give them the big picture so that they can, they can be built up and move out so uh, in their faith. Each person on Sunday was given a card and on the card kind of had a, a recap of the series. And then uh, on the other side, it just said, as we go, I am letting go of, and then there was a blank. And then it was, I am holding on to and fill in a blank. Jose, let's kind of ask you a little bit more about the significance of just those two questions and how just even we can dive more practically into applying not only the message from Sunday, but even just the series as a yeah. whole. Yeah, so we did talk and cover a lot of ground and talked about a lot of things. And so I really wanted to uh, provide a prompt that was simple enough yet broad enough to catch a lot of different things that we that we talked about and uh, letting go of, of something. Maybe maybe that is shame, shame of our faith or, or shame of who we were, mm -hmm. uh, shame of actually sharing our story um, and, and then holding on to, I think for many, we, we've seen this with the baptisms, it's holding on to who Jesus really is. 
is mm-hmm. and how he really is an all-knowing, all-loving God who transforms our lives. We can't be the same once we've really surrendered our, our life to him. That's the power of the gospel in, in our lives. So holding on to him, holding on to uh, reading the word, holding on to uh, going to church. And so uh, that those questions, I think, are good questions for all of us to ask ourselves on a continual basis. What do I need to let go? What do I need to let go? And then what do I need to hold on to? Right. And, uh, you know, with that shame uh, emphasis, it's easy to be ashamed of the gospel in any time and in any culture. And there's always something, right? To the Jews, it was a stumbling block, the the gospel message. And to the Greeks, it was foolishness. And then nobody likes to be told uh, what to do. I mean, that's our human nature, right? So just it, 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 the gospel comes to us and say, you know, we've got a problem. It's a sin problem. It's solved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ and his work on the cross. That's not a real popular, it's never been a popular yeah. message. And it's not very popular now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and this was not, not, the, not the real message. Yeah, right. You can say, "Hey, I'm a Christian. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a good person." Yes. But to really deny yourself, take up your cross, and, and follow Jesus, right? You know, is not popular. And he demolishes both the 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 hedonists, you know, pursuing pleasure, and the moralist who says, "You know, I support the right causes and noble causes in the world." Right. So he just you know says, "Both of y'all, you have to get to the Savior. Mm. We all need to come to the cross." There's yeah, so many takeaways from this whole series. And uh, I'd love to ask maybe someone that's listening that wants a little more. I think I told to say this earlier, how cool it is that we get a chance to look at a whole book, also recognizing the Bible is full of them. Yes. <laughs> so there's a lot of other ones, including from Paul. What would maybe be another place, maybe a starting ground just for someone that has really enjoyed this series and wants to maybe dive into another book that maybe is uh, crafted similarly, or at least uh, able to help apply some of these and key concepts? What would you concepts? say, Carl? Well, another another big similar kind of book to Romans is Ephesians. I mean, big picture. That's like a visionary book. Uh, uh, so that would be another one along the lines of Romans for like deep, deep, uh, deep doctrine and kind of worldview thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, Christian worldview thinking. The 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 light mind instead of the dark mind kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's really good. We did a series on Ephesians last year, this time mm-hmm. actually, um, and I think it was twelve weeks. So just a couple of weeks. Uh, uh, less. less than uh, than Romans, uh, incorruptible love, and mm. to your point, Carl, yeah, that that's a has a lot of similar themes. Um, you can go with something like Philippians too. Mm. Philippians mm. is full of full of joy and how we can rejoice in all circumstances. And uh, Paul speaking very bluntly. And again, I love how Paul does two things really, really well. He's very serious mm-hmm. <laughs> about what he's talking about mm-hmm. because it's it's truth. It's God's truth. It's God's mm-hmm. word. And then he's also so for people. Right. He's so for their flourishing, for for mm-hmm. their advancement. He wants them to thrive. And, and, and Philippians for me is one where he, he does both really, really well, where he encourages uh, them to hold on to the word and um, hold on to... Um, loving others. On Sunday, we uh, got a chance to highlight and honor high school seniors uh, just in a quick little segment before the message. Jose, one of the things that you said uh, was no one graduates from the gospel right. and just how Roman shows that as far as how he goes back to the basics and then goes back to the basics and reminds us of the basics. And so just having that 
posture, maybe someone that's listening as far as how do you maintain um, that humility or that posture towards the gospel, just to continue to remember that instead of just thinking, oh yeah, I've heard that before and we just tend to move on. At least I know for me personally, it it can be easy to um, diminish or at least just lose some of the significance of these really profound truths that Paul continues to remind uh, the people of Romans often about. So just what what kind of, I know that may be a a big question, but how do you keep that at the forefront? I'll say this. I think that's one thing that unites you and I, Carl, so well. Carl is incredibly well educated. <laughs> His experience <laughs> is vast. He's, I mean, you've done so much for the kingdom in your work as a Bible translator. And I, I don't have that experience, but it is our common denominator of our love for Jesus and our, the love that Jesus has given to us yes. that, that unites us. It's a simple message, but it's an incredibly deep. I mean, you can spend a whole lifetime focusing on one thing. And so that that mm-hmm. is something that uh, I would encourage everyone. You, we, we cannot outgrow this incredible gospel message that is the power to save us and, and transform us. So abiding with him, abiding with God, and then uh, finding community to talk about the simple messages is key. Yeah, I think, you know, the fundamental is pass, shoot, dribble, right? In any, most sports, you know, and like Lombardi said, this is a football to the Packers when they weren't playing well, right? So get back to the basics. You know, the the things that uh, are, are the kind of core core parts of our worldview, because there's a lot of voices in the world right now. Uh, it's, you know, with the internet, it's even exploded even more. You can get a voice of anything, anytime, anywhere, on anything. And so it's how much more important it is to get our own worldview kind of like, okay, so this is where uh, under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, under the preaching authority of the church, under under the scripture's authority, this is where I'm kind of understanding where I am in in this, uh, yeah, I, I think I don't know. Want I don't want to use the term based, but foundationalized. <laughs> Foundation. There you go. Ooh, very there nice. You go. There you uh, go. We need. We need. And uh, so so you know. And that's just uh, praying for the Holy Spirit to give us the desire to do that, mm. seeing the need uh, uh, to do that, and um, just you know, just like anything, um, committing yourself to 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 make a decision to take time to build up our Christian worldview. Yeah. Um, Jose, there was just getting into the the actual uh, last two chapters here. You had six points of how to say goodbye, uh, to lift up, pursue, support, honor, care, and bless. I'd love to hear just both of y'all's thoughts on maybe ways that we can apply, just not necessarily, I mean, you can go into all six if you want, or just even some of the key takeaways that you personally had, or just even for those listening to kind of take this and apply this in the context of everything we've talked about with the series as a whole. I really like that honor came before the the warning. It, it's actually sandwiched in there. So uh, when he honors um, Phoebe and the mm-hmm. list, and then he says, hey, watch out. And then he goes back and says, by the way, Timothy and those people that are with him send their greetings. So this warning is sandwiched in between honor. And, and I really liked how... Um, he, he, he does that well. Um, and so for me, honoring people and caring for them are one and the same and caring for them by saying, hey, I love you. Watch out for these things. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, th- th- there's wisdom in staying away from these things. There's wisdom in staying quiet about these things. There's wisdom in confronting these things. And, and so that that's the part that stood out for me. 
I really like that honorable mentions list. That was really, really sweet. And uh, yeah, the care and the honor going together. Care, that really struck me. You know, here he's got a he's got a very flowing farewell to them. And then all of a sudden he brings in kind of like, ooh, you know, watch out. It's like, that's not always a typical kind of uh, goodbye, but uh, it's, it's very important. Um, somebody asked me, after we, I had consult and checked the whole New Testament in this Nigerian language, they said, well, so what's, what's the, you know, what was the big takeaway? And I said, well, of course, there's the grace of God in Jesus and the, the you know, the plot, the story of the, you know, discipleship, resur- um, crucifixion, resurrection. But if you were go- going to ask me why this thing was written, all these books, all these verses, and then it also applies to the Old Testament. Why, why was this thing written? It's like to guard against false teaching. Yeah. It comes up everywhere. Jesus warned it, uh, warned us of it, even in the Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. You know, he gave us the false prophets part. Mm-hmm. So it was important enough, even, you know, we, ha- we, we love the blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. But then Jesus says, hey, watch out for the, you know, the sheep's, the, the wolves, the wolves in sheep's clothing. clothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Watch out for them. Yeah. And so it's, it's like a, a constant thing. And if you look at the kind of like the trajectory kind of like an underlying motivation for for a lot of the doctrine is like here's the true doctrine in fact this this gets to your point about why bother with with reading these books is that mm-hmm. you have to know what what true doctrine is so you can recognize false so you don't go off cuz that was a constant uh, challenge yeah and none of us are immune no. from that oh, it no. doesn't matter how great we are nice yeah, yeah. we are well educated we are oh, yes. we, we can some of veer, the worst are the most educated <laughs> we, we can veer to the yeah. right or to the left and so he's given us these these words to state he calls it a narrow path. Right. It's, right. it's not very wide. It's narrow. But when you're in, it's it's refreshing, kind of like a river. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's in, that's cool on a hot summer day. Yes. Uh, right. That you can jump in, be taken by the current, and and enjoy being in that flow. And uh, that that's what the Word of God yeah. gives us. It's refreshment from the Holy Spirit. But we yeah. can miss it. Yeah. And I think somebody has said, "Goodness doesn't prevent deception." That's very, that's always stuck with me. It's like, even if you're really walking with the Lord well, and in, in you're in communion with Him, in community, good community with the body of believers, you can always get a really bad idea uh, that's coming in and, and go with it if you're not, if you're not, your foundation isn't strong. And that's, uh, with all the voices, you know, voices have been multiplied algorithmically now with the internet. Yeah. So a lot of bad ideas can come out very fast and be spread very widely. So it's really a, even more of a challenge now than it is than it was then, I think. Yeah. Jose, close it up for us. I think we are closing well. This is a nice way to say goodbye and, and say thanks to God for his word given to us, um, thinking about the, the narrow way. I mean, there is no other name uh, written that which people can be saved. It's, right. it's through his son, through the name of Jesus. And that's what this book of Romans is all about, how to live for him, how to receive his love. And uh, so I'm looking forward to our next conversation already. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Conversations podcast. Be a part of the conversation by sending questions about the Sunday message directly from ccc.guide or by emailing conversations at cypresscreekchurch.com. Don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast. Looking forward to the next conversation.